This program brought to you by www.ckpcreative.com.au. You get that, everyone? Jason calls the shots, but honestly, <laughs> he did not want it on record, though. If he's letting me run away with that. Um, all right. So, um, hello, everyone. So, I am Misty Hankel. I'm the sales trainer here every Thursday night at Be Connected World, where I get to give you some sort of great sales tip. So, today I thought we'd go back um, for a bit of revision, something that I brought up months and months ago, but it's a whole new one. We've had a little break from networking. We come back out and, um, and at every event that we're at, we will always run an elevator pitch. Even if we're, say, at the Chamber of Commerce and we're just meeting people with a drink, like just walking around with a drink, a bit like a wedding reception, except you'll tend to say, and what is it that you do? And someone will say, and what is it that you do? So you always have that elevator pitch kind of, it's always going to come out, right? Elevator pitches alone aren't enough to help you end up selling. If it was, we would come out every single week, do our elevator pitch exactly the same way, and there's plenty of us that do, right? We practice saying the same thing over and over, and then we'd have all the work that we need. But clearly that's not what happens. So elevator pitch by itself isn't enough. When you move on from an elevator pitch, so the elevator pitch is the basis of everything that you say about what it is you do. From an elevator pitch to a networking event, you then are encouraged to have one-to-ones. If you don't already know to do this, then the group leader will encourage you to have one-to-ones, meet other people in the group, which basically allows you to run your elevator pitch again, but now has the other person ask questions. So let's have a quick look. Starts with an elevator pitch. We come out, we do an elevator pitch. There's 16 of us here. We all had a turn. Sometimes someone says something where we think, oh, I have a question about that, or I have a comment, or I wanted to double check. But we can't ask that person because it's the next person's one-to-one, -one, the next person's one to, uh, sorry, elevator pitch, elevator pitch. But the one-to-one -one allows for all of those questions. Of course, it allows for all of those questions if at the beginning of your one-to-one, -one, you run your elevator pitch again. Whatever you said at a networking event is a great way to start in a one-to-one, -one, which is simply, what is it that you do? If someone says, well, you can go first, what do you do? You can just do your elevator pitch again. And then likewise on the other side, so that then that person can ask questions based off what you said in an elevator pitch. It keeps the one-to-one -one very much on point and a business meeting. Just quick show of hands. Who's had those one-to-ones that have been great? And I can pretty much pick who's going to put their hands up. Who's had those one-to-ones that have been great and gone, oh, my God, it was so good talking to them. I could have talked for hours and hours and we sort of went over time and it was really great. And, you know, like I could just catch up with them many times, right? So we've all had those. Who actually talked about the work that they did? <laughs> okay, a few of you. Yeah, that's right. And I see what um what Phil said, right? It was like sometimes, well, kind of. I mean, we touched on it. <laughs> it's kind of there, right? Um often, so often we can end up with a one-to-one -one and it goes off topic and then we go somewhere else. But we really need to stick to topic for the point of them understanding more about us and them understanding, and we understanding more of them. And of course, and after that, you can go a bit off topic, right? Now, here's another side to a one-to-one -one or an extra side to a one-to-one. -one. If you just stick with your elevator pitch and allow them to ask you questions until they understand what you're talking about, very functional. 
and the chance of you getting work moving forward becomes greater. Now, that means that the other person has to understand and then they'll end up passing your message on. So it does require you letting go of the reins and putting responsibility on that person, which also means that you're left with not much to do because <laughs> you've done the one-to-one -one and what else are you supposed to do, right? So here's the side that you, as the person with the elevator pitch, has to be able, here's the work that you need to do. Nobody here sells anything that's not required by anyone else. Literally, everybody here, let's look at Ray. Ray sells uh, skincare products. We all have skin. Those who like skincare products are more likely to buy from him sooner and faster than those who don't. You can, uh, so those who don't like skincare stuff, like don't do any of that, right? So those who like skincare often already have skincare. So they may not want to change just yet, but they're still the first ones that will look into it usually. Or those who don't use skincare at all, just use water and then think, well, Ray's been around so many times, I'm thinking of getting into it. I'll just start with Ray, right? Now, here's an interesting thing. For Ray to be able to sell his product more effectively, so given that we could all literally buy from each other, customers don't do this all by themselves. They don't often or every time find something that they like and think, oh, well, I'll just get it. This is important for us as salesmen to understand this. We just don't. It is more likely that we will spend our money on someone else before we'll spend it on ourselves. Let's say I decided that I wanted to use skincare. I'm just gonna, Ray, I'm just gonna keep using you as my, my topic today, right? If I wanted to use skincare before I buy it, I've also got children and a husband and a dog and I think, is there anything that anyone needs before I decide to indulge in myself? That's the system. It's just how it is. We don't have to like that that's how it is. We just have to know that that's it. How many times have you been to the supermarket to buy the things that you need, <laughs> let's say for the family, so all the things that you need, and then while you're there, you think, oh, I'd really like that thing. Should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? Show of hands. Yeah, should I, shouldn't I? So, so you'll have to worry about yourself, but then you'll go, oh, I don't want to buy this stuff for other people, but they ask for it, so I'll just do it, right? So given that that's actually how we as people are prone to be, it's really important that each one of us, if we're going to be the expert in our little space, we need to know where people sit in relation to our product or service. And here's the point of my talk today. Finding out what where people sit in relation to your product or service I'll give you an example let's take I'm just going to pick someone let's take Pat as an example right that's a grant expert grant writing expert for her to know how to do her pitch uh, say more effectively or how to speak properly to the people around her she really needs to know who has ever thought about putting in for a grant who has not thought about putting in for a grant, who would like a grant, even if they believe there's no real reason for them to have it, except that, you know what, sometimes it'd just be nice if someone paid us some money so we can get our job done, right? <laughs> right? It's really important that if Pat is going to be the grant writing expert, that she needs to know this about each person in the group, right? No point her saying that she's a grant writing expert and talk to us about grants all the time if she doesn't know who knows anything about grants. Because in relation to that question, have you ever thought about putting in a grant? Yes, it would be yes or no. Have you ever thought that, geez, I'd like to get some cash, but I don't think I'm appropriate for it? She needs to know this. 
but she, she knows how to speak. So it's very important that we know. Let's take Joanne. What's a good question for Joanne? What would Joanne, Joanne's a um, pillar practitioner for uh, people with naughty pets. What would Joe need to know about every single, I know Joe has the answer. What would Joe need to know about every single person in this room to be an expert at her job? Do they have a pet? Do they have a pet, right? <laughs> There's no point her talking about people with naughty pets if she finds out that everybody in the room, nobody has a pet, right? If she did pillar practitioner for people with horses and only spoke of people with horses, it'd be really helpful if she found out who has a horse and who knows someone who has a horse, just so that, and there's only a small change in the way that she speaks. It's as simple as this, right? If in a one-to-one, Joe asked this question, if she said, I'll just ask you a quick question, just want to know, do you have a horse? No, I don't. Do you know anyone that has a horse? Mm, no. Do you know people who like horses? Yes, I do. All right, you'll understand the type of person I help. It's people who have horses. When they ride a horse and if it's misbehaving, as in it gets frightened sometimes when somebody's riding it, then I help them have that horse under control so that they don't get bucked off. Oh, that makes sense, right? So it's just a little twist in how she says it. So even if she said, if I said, no, I don't have a horse, no, I don't know anyone who has a horse. All right, the people I help have horses. Okay, now I know it's different from me, but I get the picture now as well. So let's go around and let's just see if there's a question that you would need to, let's find out what the question is for each person. Um, or for a few of you to um, find out and answer to. Um, let's say, Mark, Mark, costless payment solutions. What would be a good piece of information that you should find out about everyone here that you network with? Who accepts card payments in their business? Oh, who accepts card payments? So that's a good one. Can you pick a type of payment that you help with the reduction of those bank fees? Yeah, um, terminals. Right. Is there another one? Uh, online payment gateways. Like, what does that mean? Oh, like, online payment are accepting payments on your website. Okay, with what? Uh, with the solution that I provide. That I no, 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 no. Like, right. in, do you help with PayPal? Sorry, I didn't. Do you help with PayPal fees? Absolutely, yes, yes. Do you I, help with Square fees? Yes, I do. do you want strike fees? <laughs> right. See, we're starting to get a picture, right? See, what Mark said is like, well, let's just let, um, I don't know, someone with payments, right? But if you're specific, find out, how do you get paid? I get paid by Square. Ah, right. Now he can say, well, then people like you, I help them reduce their Square fees, right? But Phil can't help anyone if he literally doesn't know how anyone gets paid. So it's important for him to know how people get paid so that he can speak to it. When Jacqueline Price is in, she's an ACN consultant, so she helps people who lower, to get lower electricity or gas bills. Can anyone tell me a question that she could ask to find out how she speaks to the person um, in regards to one-to-one? -one? What's a good question for Jacqueline Price? Do you get utility bills? Do you get electricity bills? Yeah, yeah, do you get electricity or gas bills? Or even better, do you pay electricity or gas bills? right? Do you pay them? Because I might get them as in the house does, but if Simon pays them, I may not be the one to speak to, but I can now understand who it is that she would speak to, 
or what it is that I need to do. She could then give me the information. No, I don't pay him. Simon does. Can I speak to Simon? No. Right. Can you get me a copy of the bill? Ah, maybe. Yes. Let me sort that one out. See, now she's directed me as to how to get information to her as well, as to how I can help her out. Right. So moving on, why would this be helpful? Let's go around and ask some questions. Why would knowing this be helpful? How can you use this information? Because you're addressing the people that want your service. You're not um, wasting time talking to people that don't want to do work or you can't help. You can actually refer them as well to say, these are the very specifics that this person is actually doing or this business, X, Y, and Z, because they've given you more information in depth. If you find out the answer to that question in relation to your product or service, you will know how to pass your information on to somebody else easily. Yes, Fred, in regards to what Fred was saying, you'll actually know who is a potential candidate and who isn't. Anyone that we sit here with could all be potential candidates as clients for us. And just because we network doesn't mean that they're not a client and they're off limits. It means that if they're not buying from us, they probably have no idea what we're talking about. And if they're not buying from us, then we may not know that they're even a potential candidate because we've not said it right either. Um, Jason, you've got your hand up. I, I do. It's actually funny that, that you brought that up because I, I, I've been spruiking this for the last couple of days. Um, and, and your jackal in price is a perfect example. You know, not do you get electric bills, do you pay it? Because what you're doing is you're pre-qualifying, you're actually talking to the right person. That's because right. There's, there's this big thing that's been going around for years about no like trust, right? We hear it. People don't buy because of no like trust. They buy because you fill a, a pain point. They buy from you. That's right. Because they know, like, trust. So if you doesn't matter how good your relationship is with somebody. If you don't pay the electric bill, there is no pain point. Well, you, you've hit the nail on the head. You're just doing it to the wrong person. It's like if you exactly. sell ice cream and you're in a room full of people who actually are lactose intolerant and can't eat it, well, then there's no point saying I sell ice cream to people just like you. You might as well say I sell people to people. I sell ice cream to people who aren't like you. <laughs> it's the ones who can eat ice cream, not the ones that can't, right? Oh, right. I understand who you mean now. And it's funny. By telling us who the opposite is, they're the ones the opposite to you. We go, oh, I actually know who that is, right? Mm -hmm. so, um, so, yes, <laughs> you'll know who you're speaking to. You will only slightly change the way that you speak. Rebecca Mitchell was the first one where I really pin this down as to she's a mortgage broker right she's come out a lot last year many events last year right i think she got too busy that's why she's um we don't see her so uh because she had to work on this one thing i said there's no point you being the mortgage broker in the room and the expert on home loans if you don't know who rents and who has a mortgage <coughs> so ask them and you know what's interesting is this question do you have a do you have a mortgage or do you rent was very hard for her to ask. I said, every one-to-one, -one, just ask. When she didn't, she had a coaching session and I turned around and said, we'll both go on mute. You've got 10 minutes to ring everyone at the last event and just ask them. She came back and she said, 10 people answered the phone. I can tell you, this many people rent, this many people have a mortgage. Um, have a mortgage. They then told me, I just asked them, I said, do you know what your interest rate is? They told me. She said, it's amazing how much people will tell you 
about themselves that's related to your product or service. And in your network, they'll tell you everything because you're the expert. It would make sense that you know how we are in relation to your product, but then we understand the product more. So um, we bring this down, the take home here. All right, what's the take home? I'll ask the group. What's the take home from today's lesson? Knowing what question to ask. Yeah. What question to ask? Yes, decide yeah. on what question do you need to know? Yeah. Um, and, and for what people. Yeah, so. yeah but oh. even um, because I was just thinking, even when you do your sales pitch in this group, you could say to them, how many people do you know, say for Lawrence, for example, how many of you know men in your life who actually would benefit in seeing a male psychologist? And Lawrence said something even better. Lawrence turned around and amongst everything he said, he said, I bought Bill everything. Yeah. So for him, it's who do you know that's frightened about paying doctor's bills all the time? Yeah, Everybody. or tired of paying doctor's bills all the time. Yeah, me. Great. So I bulk bill all of my psychology appointments. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Pass that message on. And he only needs to know who's tired of paying doctor's bills. Who's tired of paying for help all the time and just needs a hand. Right. And there it is. Bulk bill. And, and could I it's say nothing also, to do with the doctors. If I can just jump in there, that that uh, cash flow challenge is 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 not a challenge because my customers are the payees. They're the they're the Medicare rebatable funds, hmm. work cover rebatable funds, the the TAC rebatable funds, um, victims of crime, a whole range of agencies that fund my time for me to do the service to my clients in greatest need at no cost to them. In in all honesty, um, Lawrence, the reason why you bought Bill, it doesn't matter. No. All we need to know is, oh, my God, someone who really needs your help but is tired of paying all mm. these fees all the time could just get some help. That's yes. great. Just pass them on for that. And to be honest, most people aren't as bothered about who pays you. They mm. just now know how to use your service for themselves because of where they've been stuck. Why are they not getting help? Well, seriously, I can't just keep paying for stuff all the time. And that's where Sabrina is an absolute asset because she does all the behind scenes hard work to validate doctors' referrals, mental health care plans, insurance claims, everything. All of the billing goes through Sabrina and I see the money come into my without question. Excellent. There you go. So here's the wrap up, right? It is about knowing what question to ask. But when you think about the question is, what is it that you want to sell? And your question will end up being related to that, right? So taking Lawrence as the example, if Lawrence wants to, Lawrence sells psychology for men, right? And uh, for men who basically are prepared to get it bulk billed. So, or who need it bulk billed or who want it bulk billed. Anyhow, his one is to do with bulk billing. Who's tired of paying for medical services all the time because they're exhausted and need the help, right? Okay, great, I bulk bill. Ah, there's not a huge reason for me not to get help then is there? except I may not be game enough to talk about myself. But ultimately, if money appears to be the problem, there's no real reason to not get the help, right? I so should say, I should say this, Christy, that, that often money is not the problem. They've got a bigger range of issues on their mind than the actual bulk billing and the cost. But that's just the, the winning edge. Um, that's just the closer. There's no reason not to make the connection through, through for Sabrina. 
And now it's all telehealth from my home office. I can service the entire nation in the moment. Doesn't matter what the time zones, I'm here, they're here, we're on screen, face-to-face. It's very effective. Excellent. All right. So that's the wrap-up. Thank you so much, Lawrence. So that's the wrap-up is it's about knowing what question to ask. But um, that's why you've got a sales trainer here. If you need help with answering that question, just ask. Do coaching sessions. Can I throw it in, Jason? Do coaching sessions. They cost $25. You can book in for a coaching session. Literally, you can book in for a coaching session.